That's very interesting. I'm curious to ask you, in that case, when we speak about soft robotics, if I ask you what do you think um, the most important or significant morphological parameter that can enhance the control design, since we have this issue if we have to enhance the traditional control techniques. So what do you mm -hmm. think may be most significant morphological parameters? I think the, the, the most important uh, thing is, as I said, let's say if I get back to um, the cochlea, for example, uh, the, you, I said the tube does this uh, computation and then uh, the change of the, the viscosity of the liquid changes this whole map of computing, right? And then the reverse is also true, right? So if there's some brain function that can real time tune the viscosity uh, of the liquid, that means maybe we can we can move the band, the, the frequency bandwidth, the response bandwidth of the cochlea uh, to the kind of you know narrow frequency ranges we want to hear at this point and not, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't happen in the cochlea, but it happens in other parts of the body. For example, if you if you uh, ride a bicycle on a bumpy terrain, the brain would ask the knee joint, like so you would come off the seat, you you will just uh, you know ride the bicycle, uh, kind of a standing posture with the bent knees, and the brain would condition the impedance of the knee joint so that it works as a mechanical filter that um, absorbs a lot of vibrations that are not really important for the function of riding the bicycle. Mm -hmm. And then the brain would still ask the same knee joint to ride the bicycle too, right? So it is doing a concurrent, uh, there are two concurrent things at least happening. One is conditioning of the body. And then the other at the simultaneous, uh, you know, as is a parallel loop, um, there's force and motion control. So morphological computation, the beauty of morphological computation is this, where you can condition the computation function of the physical body and at the same time using that to do movement and force control. So this way we can focus on the relevant uh, components in the state space at a given time uh, without considering the full state space of, uh, for example, in the riding, the brain doesn't need to know all the vibrations from the terrain it just needs to know, you know, the speed of the bicycle or the angle of the bicycle, right? So it is, it is just uh, conditioning the body so that it can really focus on the relevant states in the state space. And then the rest of the states uh, can be, you know, delegated to the body, okay, you take care of that, right? So I will just condition one parameter in the body, for example, the stiffness or the damping in the knee joint and that, that can autonomously take care of other states to do with vibration and things like that, that are not really relevant to the task of. So using morphological computation, we can do at least few things. That is, one is uh, make the computation real time, mm -hmm. right? Uh, next, uh, uh, to condition the body so that we can uh, focus the brain can focus on a simplified world of relevant states in the state space, right? And then third, use, uh, exploit the full uh, potential of passive dynamics, right? So the brain is not really, you know, like in conventional control, 
it is not sampling at a fixed sampling interval. It samples when it is relevant, when it is needed. Uh, like, let's say, take octopus. So that if octopus wants to catch a prey, it just shoots the limb like a rope along a straight line. It, it just unrolls along a straight line, which is the simplest form of, uh, you know, shooting, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a soft limb. And then if it if misses the target, it doesn't go to do local corrections. It just pulls it back and throws again. Uh, so, and then it learns quickly, right? So, you know, within a couple of shoots, it, it catches the prey. And then, but when it when it uh, pulls it back, it makes two rigid links uh, with a single joint to pull it back. Because pulling back dynamics can be very complex because you have to uh, keep the prey in your limb. And then it simplifies the whole kinematics. It doesn't work with the redundant uh, kinematics uh, with a hyper redundant limb. It just converts it to a two link manipulator. Uh, and then focus on just one joint, right? Uh, and then it, it simplifies, conditions the body to simplify the task. So, and, and when it wants to throw uh, the limb, it just exploits passive dynamics and then samples one at the point of shooting. And then the next sample is at the point of maximum stretch, right? And they, it doesn't think about the in-between states. It doesn't care about it, right? So it cares about when whether I took the target or not. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can use passive dynamics to do um, interventions when it is needed. So real-time nature of control, uh, relevance of state space, and reducing the states to the relevant states used by condition in the body. And then third, using passive dynamics to simplify the control task. At least these three things are um, open up these opportunities mm -hmm. um, when you use uh, a morphological computation framework uh, to control. Mm -hmm. That's really excellent point. Thank for that.